0: So, welcome to the Pinkham podcast. My name is Connor Southwell and uh, I've been chatting with another former Norwich City player. Today, it's Damien Francis. Um, of course, Norwich City midfielder uh, across a two-year spell from, from 2003 to 2005 was involved in the title-winning championship season under Nigel Worthington, also in that Premier League season as well where they so nearly completed this great escape, albeit for a, uh, a pretty terrible performance at, at Craven Cottage, which Damien talks about. He, he mentioned this is the first time he's really spoken about his Norwich City career. Um, also, his exit. He addresses comments that Nigel Worthington made about him in the local press, uh, addresses rumours that he went on strike, um, and, and talks about the good moments as well top of the league at Portman Road, clinching promotion, how the celebrations at City Hall was, was one of the best moments of his career. Um, there's plenty packed in there, and it's, it's a really enjoyable one, uh, a slightly different one as well. So, I hope you enjoy. If you do, make sure to like, review, Subscribe uh, and and of course you can get in touch with us on social media as well to have uh, to have your say and and to have your view on on Damien Francis and uh, because again this is this is he's not one that has done a lot of talking since uh, since he left football and, and since he left Norwich City so uh, it was good to catch up with him and it's good to hear his side of the story because as ever there are two sides to every story enjoy this podcast it was great speaking to Damien Francis I hope you really enjoy it. I'd just start really with in just what you're up to now, because we we don't really hear much from you in terms of uh, Norwich supporters. I think be interested to hear what, what you're up to.
1: No, no sure, sure. Um, yeah, since um, sort of I had to retire um, early, obviously through injury, um, and I took a bit of time out really to, to assess sort of a few years actually after I retired to sort of see what, where I wanted to take my life, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started my coaching badges but um but yeah i didn't i enjoyed it but not to sort of the in dream that I, was, I wanted it um as a career so um i started to work for a few football agencies who i knew so the person who was my agent i've worked with him and i worked with a few others and seen um how that was and um and i really really took to that so um so what I, what i've done I've started my own now um but that's been for the last sort of year or so i've been taking it really really Seriously, and, um, and yeah, that's that's moving ahead. So that's that's exactly what I'm doing, um, managing players and, and um, nurturing them from from. Um, got, my stable's very young at the moment, so I'm just you know just um, stepping stepping in the right direction with them at the moment. So I'm flying all over the place, uh, all over the globe, really um, looking after them. Uh, but <laughs> as we as we all are at the moment, the, with the Virus, it's all, it's all
0: um, on pause. So, mm. so yeah, that's yeah, that's that's interesting. That you've you've gone into agency at the
1: moment. Um, but she's housebound.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, it's difficult for everyone at the moment, isn't it? I think more psychologically than than anything else, it's uh, it's difficult. Um, yeah, it's, it's exactly. interesting you, you say that you've you've gone into agency as, as a former player. Do you, do you think you can offer yeah. those young players something a bit different to perhaps what agents who, who haven't played the game can?
1: Yes, of course, because everything that they've sort of um, are going through or are about to go through, I have been through, you know, in my career with whether it be, you know, obviously starting from a very young age, um, all the way through making it pro, etc., etc., have an having injury, having, you know, um, triumphs and and falls also you know so when it comes to actually the respect that i get from the players who i look after it, it, it is on a level they do listen to me because i'm coming from a place where um obviously that they, they know i've been there seen it done it you mm-hmm. know so um so that does help on that on that side of things when it comes to the, my business with with the players because you know i'm passionate about football like that's, that's been my whole life um you know Thus far so so um, when it comes to that, I enjoy it and I enjoy passing down my um, know how and, and experience to my players, but ultimately, they have to do the business on the pitch, but I'm just there to sort of aid them um, in any way I can on and off the pitch um, when it comes to that, so yeah, it does help, but there's of course there's another element of um of of the the job where you know it's business as well, so I need to look after them off the pitch and and, and have a, a sort of a sharp mind um, on a on a, a business side as well. So there's it's two pronged approach, but it's not as um as black and white as okay, I played football at a decent level in England and you know I sh- should be a really good agent. It just th- doesn't work like that, you know. So um so um it's a it's a, few, it's a lot of things combined, but um but I really enjoy it. And um, and yeah, yeah, it's it's um, it's going well.
0: It's good to hear. Have, have you had any dealings with with Norwich City at all?
1: To be honest, I haven't yet. I haven't yet. Um, over the last when was it? I suppose the last six weeks or so. I've been up to Norwich a few times when I had um, a a night to do with um, a, a, a Legends Night, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. And mm-hmm. I was part of that. Um, maybe you know, um, touch bait and then um, and then I came up against the Norwich versus Liverpool come to do the um, Darren Eady show mm-hmm. and then um, I bumped into I was doing a show with one of my ex-teammates that I was at Wigan um, righty he's the under-23 manager at Norwich which I didn't I didn't even know until I, I bumped into <laughs> him so <laughs> so, um, so now I, I will be I will be attending um, Norwich and speaking to you know a lot of people at Norwich to see if I can um, you know Work with Norwich, of course, I'd love
0: to, no. that'd be amazing. Mm. Let's uh, let's, let's talk about your career a little bit then. How, how do you reflect on, on your time at Norwich City? Because it was you were part of that, that sort of two year spell where obviously they had the championship triumph and then perhaps yeah. a little bit of regret in the Premier League. But how do you yeah. reflect on it both sort of personally and and I suppose your, your time in the team?
1: Um, broadly speak, speaking, it was a fantastic time. Um, because for me personally, having um, grew up in London and spent um, all my time in London, and obviously I played for Wimbledon in London, so all I knew was sort of living in London. So moving to Norwich, where where it was a, a total different pace of life for me. Plus I was by myself, if you know what I mean, um, living there. It was totally um, solely about football. So that I felt I feel like that elevated my thinking and my, my um my focus really and and I think my game improved on that on that side as well. So so now nah, I, I enjoyed it. Norwich is a fantastic um, place to live as well. It's a really nice part of the world. Um so got to experience that. The training ground at the time was but well, and still is of course it was, was really, really nice and I wasn't I wasn't used to that to be honest with you, the pictures and stuff like that being so immaculate. Because at Wimbledon, they weren't like you know, that bad, but I mean, they weren't like that, the, the the standard that Norwich um, pitches were. So that was Even even that, that, something as simple as that was was really really um, enjoyable. Really to to work in those conditions every single day, um, and and obviously on the pitch um, that first season. Yeah, we obviously won the championship, or the, it was the last year of the mm. of the first division it was called actually then but um but that was a very enjoyable time because obviously when you win the league <laughs> it's only it's only going to be that and then and then obviously we got promoted into the premier league and and you know we had a up and down sort of season we had really really good moments and really bad moments of course it ended on a really bad um bad what can I say um Tip, because mm-hmm. obviously you know, you know, I look back at that that day with regret. But at the same time, I, I, I have nothing but great thoughts when it comes to myself, affiliated with Norwich and, and my time at Norwich. So, so now, I mean, not, not everything's going to be perfect in life, but but um but now, on the whole, I I thought my time at Norwich was a, was really really a highlight of my career that I look back on.
0: Uh, it's, it's good to hear, and, and uh, you mentioned it there. But you, you obviously signed from Wimbledon when they were in a bit of difficulty themselves, and we all know what happened yeah. afterwards. Um, and, and you mentioned mm. stepping away from London. What, what was the adaptation like? Because obviously, as we all know, Norfolk is is a bit out of the way for for anyone, really. So did did you find yeah. it difficult, sort of coming out of Wimbledon, a place that perhaps you were well, you would have yeah. known in London as well, and, and and going to Norwich and adapting there?
1: Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Like I said, it was it was it's a good thing because it was obviously it was two hours um, drive from London, so I wasn't I couldn't just knit back to London when I wanted. you know what I mean? I was really um, uh, yeah, sort of isolated there. But, but that, as I said, it helped me to actually sit down in one place and really, um, really not 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 have my family around and friends around. Not saying my family and friends are bad influences, but Obviously, when you're when you're used to having your family and friends around, you're you're, you're a bit busier than you, but than you sort of would normally be. But I didn't really know that until I went to Norwich, you know. And um, so I, I didn't really, yeah, to adapt to live in Norwich was pretty pretty easy for me um, because I, because I enjoyed it straight away, you know. So I enjoyed it straight away. And as a footballer, you en- you enjoy your life in general when football's really really good you know when you're doing really well and you, you feel like you're progressing as a player and I felt like at Norwich I'll, as soon as I, I got to the training ground I, I looked around and spoke to the manager I, I saw that I could improve as a player because that was my ultimate um, you know, thought really when it, to, when it came to moving
0: mm, that's, that's interesting and, and you mentioned the manager there Nigel Worthington was, was obviously the, the, the boss at the time what, yeah. what did he say to you and uh, that convinced you to come to Norwich? You mentioned obviously the facilities, which must have been a major attraction. But did he yeah. sell you the club at all? Did he say anything of, of note that made you really interested?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just it's was, it was mainly football conversations we had when it when it came to um, what he saw um, expected from his players, really, that he signed. And, and the, the main thing was obviously hard work um, day in day out, which is which is a given. To any footballer, anyway, but you know, he, he he felt like I could improve. He could improve me as well um, as a, as a player. Um, but uh, again, yeah, that was that. And um, what else? And and just, just in general, where where the, where he wanted to take the club, really, and that was obviously challenging as high as possible in in the in the league that season. And he felt that I was going to I could be a um uh, a. Play a, a really good part in that. Um, so, so now I was happy with what he he said, and it coupled with regards to what I saw as well around the place. So, so now from 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 day one, really, it was like I just couldn't wait to move up and and um, and, um, and get my football going, and especially obviously from when Wimbledon was my boyhood club. So I supported Wimbledon from the age of like six and stuff like that. Signed with them when I was nine, and then obviously went on to be a pro at uh, 17 years old and went into the first team played in the Premier League from 19 and, you know, I just, and I was a captain, you know what I mean? All these types of things and, and, and so the next sort of step for me, I, was, I wasn't, it's not like I was, um, I was wanting necessarily a move at that time, it was just off, off the back of Wimbledon um, being, in, you know, uh, in administration and, and sort of going, out of business effectively. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, nah, so, so the next move after that was, was pretty important for me. I did have a few other clubs that I could have went to, but um, ultimately I'm happy it worked out at Norwich.
0: Absolutely. And I, I, I mentioned, I was, I was reading a few your quotes when you signed. Uh, David Nielsen, who of course used to play for Norwich, was, was quite pivotal in, in the move. Is that right? David Nielsen? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. The, um... We certainly well, had a conversation in what, in what with you aspect. at least well you you said that he he had a conversation with you at the time i don't you might not remember in fairness but no i don't actually no <laughs> that's fair enough i think you played with him at wimbledon but uh that, that's, that's oh fine.
1: okay okay yeah this, it's possible it's possible yeah i did i did play with him. um i can't actually remember the conversation that must had with him but um but now nah, um it, it, it's it's possible it's possible that I had a conversation with him for sure and um, now he was a he, he's a good guy himself actually it's funny you say because I speak to him quite regularly now because he's obviously a manager in mm. Denmark and I was meant to fly over there um, yeah, to, just before the coronavirus but um, but yeah obviously that's, that's been halted but I, w- I will get to see him um, when this all dies down and stuff so so now. Nah.
0: Yeah, well, it was what seventeen years ago, so that, that's fair. I <laughs> you <laughs> you remember yeah. <laughs> um, your your debut. You made it in in that two two draw against Bradford City. I think you got man of the match in, in that game. What what was that like yeah. for you as, as an experience as a debut? How how high does that rank in terms of all the debuts you made? Yeah,
1: um, yeah, I remember being obviously it was a very hot day like like the first of the season, first game of the season. Normally is um, Bradford. Yeah, we we were sort of. Um, start, I don't know if we. I can't remember if we started side the game well or bad. I can't remember, but I, mean, I remember winning the um, penalty that we scored. I don't know who scored it. I can't remember, but um, I remember winning the penalty and, and, re- and feeling really fit that day because obviously I had a really good preseason and stuff. And um, and uh, yeah, I, I think we probably should have won that game actually, but ultimately it was, it was a good um, start to the season, performance-wise. Um, and and myself, yeah, re- really enjoyed enjoyed my performance. But I knew you know it wasn't perfect, but it was a, um, a solid start from my perspective. And um, and yeah, I really I enjoyed it. It
0: was it was an interesting group that you played with that time. There was a lot of sort of what you describe as seasoned pros in there. I think I mean Mauki, Mackay, Ewan Roberts. Karen yeah. Huckabee obviously came in later on, didn't he? What what sort of group yeah. was that like to, to play in? What was the environment like that, that you guys had? Was there a, a, a real togetherness amongst you?
1: I, I can really say there was. I can really say there was. There wasn't like any I'm gonna say like any huge egos or anything like that. Everyone was really together, but everyone's very professional and it wouldn't hold back from figuring you out if you wasn't pulling away etc you know what i mean it, mm. and and um and it, so it's really it's a good blend it's a good blend obviously as you mentioned Malky McKay um, Craig Fleming um Huxley was later on and um but but no it, it was a it was a solid group i'd say that really really solid group that i came to um, when i walked into a club it was it was evident to see that there was at least there was there was a backbone in, in in the club you know what i mean there was an identity in, in mm. the squad and stuff like that and so in in a way it was easier for me to sort of integrate into that because I was like, I was that way inclined as well. But you know what I mean? I wanted to win. I wanted to work hard. You know what I mean? No excuses, but if I do bad, I hold my hand up. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Accountability, all of these things that, um, I think I have. And so it was in, in, in that respect, it was, it was a, it was a mm. really good, um, group to be involved in. And, and of course, um, uh, Adam Drury as well was was, was a really really good um, player and nice guy to obviously have around as well.
0: Yeah, so I was, I was speaking to, to Mark Edworthy, of course, who also played alongside. Oh yeah, bat- of course, Mark
1: Edworthy. Yeah, there's too many people so. Yeah, I there is. Yeah, lot, but,
0: yeah, there's, yeah. Well, you could you could sit here and name the whole squad, couldn't you? But exactly. But, uh, the, the thing that came out, or, or certainly that he said, was just how hardworking a group it was, and um, yeah. that as, as you said there, it wasn't. Wasn't really EOs, and it was a, a real sort of sense of of what you guys all wanted to achieve, and, and you went out and did it that season. Of course, you, you came in off the back of a playoff final defeat. Did Did you feel when you came in that there was a sense of hunger, perhaps, to go further, to to get promoted, to to get to the Premier League? Um,
1: you know what it was. It, it wasn't necessarily. It wasn't really talked about um, per se about like you know, we're going to do this or we're going to do that. It was literally just taking it as cliche as it sounds like game by game, training session by training session. Do you know what I mean? Like getting everything we possibly can out of every training session, being focused on a day by day basis. The manager didn't let us, you know, ever slip up or, or, when I say slip up, I mean, take a foot off the pedal when it came to actually the focus and training, um, which, 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 um, kept everybody on their toes. But, um, Coupled with that, the players themselves, sort of, we, we were motivated ourselves and also to to, to have the highest standards for ourselves, you know? And we, we felt like we could achieve something, but it wasn't necessarily spoken about that we're going to do this or going to do that at the start of the season. I remember around Christmas time, um, we, I think we, we were top of the league, so we were, I don't know how many points ahead we were, but, but we were thinking, you know, a few... Rumblings within the within the squad. A few of the boys I speak to be like, "Now we're going to do this. We're like we're going to do this." You know what I mean? That, that, that's when it started to become. We saw the light at the end of the tunnel and, and the goal um, that we that we wanted to. it's possible to achieve. Um, that and, um, and and we sort of just just kept on. Really, mm. just kept just kept on. Yeah, just kept on and, and, and stayed on it.
0: How how big is togetherness in football? Because uh, it's it's interesting, and we of course saw it last season with Norwich. They they won the the championship title again. I think they they matched the points tally that that your squad got actually. But but yeah. how big a trait is is togetherness in in sort of any success in football? Because it feels like something that can get overlooked at times.
1: It can get overlooked. It can get overlooked because, yeah, it's huge. It's huge because you need everybody sort of pulling in the right direction. I've played at clubs where, you know, that hasn't been the case. And, you know, one one group is pulling in that direction because they want that or one is on that. Their situation's over here. You know what I mean? You do need everybody. and I'm, And I felt like at that time know it's the whole, from the sort of the kit men to the physios to you know, the guys at the stadiums, etc. Do you know what I mean? Everyone mm. was sort of on board and and, and um, pulling uh, playing their part in regards to actually achieving what we wanted to achieve. So now, nah, to answer your question, it's, it's huge in, in any football club, you know, and it obviously comes from what the club's ambitions are as well. Um, because each clubs have their own ambition and budgets and situations, etc. Um, and yeah, and if you got if you got everything married up when it comes to manager, players, and 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 uh, conditions, then you can really achieve fantastic things. Like for example, Leicester winning the Premier League. I'm sure mm. you speak to a few of them players. They were like, like everything was sort of. Aligned, everyone was pulling in the right direction. I haven't spoken to any of them players, by the way, about that, but I'm just was saying it as an as an example mm. that I'm sure I'm sure they. You could, it, it was easy, anyway, to see that they were all together, you know, all together. Um, and I felt like I felt like in um, the years that I was at, at Norwich, it was it was that way. It was that way also.
0: Mm. And in terms of, of Nigel, no, sure we, we spoke about him earlier briefly, but how how did he go about managing the group? Because I, I think structure is. Uh, is the word that, that comes to mind when, when Norwich fans think of yeah. that team perhaps defensively very organised, worked hard as yeah. as, as we've touched upon, but obviously yeah. in, in, with Huckabee and Crouch coming in, in injected a little bit of attacking edge. Um, what, yes. what, did, what did he say to you? What was your role in the team and, and how did he go about managing that group?
1: Um, my role in the team, I'll start with that. My role in the team, um, you know, I was obviously a, a box-to-box midfielder. I could get up and down the pitch. I could tackle, I could, you know, sort of, um do a bit of everything if you like and, and I can s- score the odd goal here and there and and he just demanded that from from me every single every single game you know um and it was it was good with myself and gary Hall he was working player so we got we got through a lot of work um in the midfield area, but yeah my role in the team was was just that. Um when it comes to Nigel Wellington's sort of style, yeah he 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 was a organization was 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 hundred percent part of, of of what um he stood for. And um, so we all sort of knew what we needed to do when when we went onto the pitch on a Saturday or a Tuesday whenever we played, um, which which really really helped. So you know, um whoever came in, whoever wasn't playing, whoever came in, they sort of knew their roles um because because he he had a, a sort of structure and a way that he wanted to play, and as and as you said the the back line was really solid um and and hopefully i think the midfield midfield was as well and and as you say when crouchy and um hux came in it it, it just it, it, it gave us a different dimension um and, and leo McKenzie came in as well but mm. but yeah it gave us totally different dimension as a as a, as a as a team because obviously them two are top quality players
0: and um and yeah really made a big difference to us. You, you mentioned Leon McKenzie, I don't think we can mention him without mentioning that day at Portman Road. I think you were you were actually an unused sub in that game but what right, yeah. what, what, what are your memories of, of that win at Portman Road? Because it was it, obviously Put Norwich City top of the league for the first time. I don't think you got knocked off the top after after that result. Yes. How important was it? Did Did you perhaps understand how big a, a derby match that was?
1: Um, did I understand how? But I mean, of course, when when you sort of, I suppose at the time I I got to understand mm-hmm. <laughs> on the day, if you know, if you know what I mean, and the sort of lead up to it. Um, but but I didn't understand. Before that, how big it was until you actually play to marriage and, and see what the reactions are like, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, um, so now it was a huge win on on a load of fronts. As you said, going top of the league was was the the main thing for us from our perspective. But to beat you know Ipswich was like you know a huge for the fans for every you know the whole town if you like, and and um and I think that's that that sort of um I'm gonna say it It really helped the season moving forward after that mm. you know um so yeah and for leon to score the the two goals was massive for him as well um really happy for him and um and yeah it, it was it was a really really top performance and top result.
0: And in terms of if, if we progress a little bit to, to clinching promotion, those uh, celebrations that you had had at the City Hall, where does that rank in, yeah. in terms of your career to, to, to look out and see so many people with obviously a trophy to show? That that must have been quite a special moment when you reflect back on your career now.
1: Nice, no, massive. It was massive. It was an amazing day. Um, it, it was incredible to see how many fans came out um, to Norwich to, to sort of... Celebrate with us, you know. Um, and yeah, looking back, it was as a player, you always want to win something. That's what you, you're you're there for. Because from when I was I was young, you're always used to sort of winning. What well, say used to? I mean, I was privileged to win quite a few things. You know, for youth team sort of levels or wherever else, whether it be personal or collective, or whatever else. And um, when you turn. Uh, turn as a pro it doesn't really stop you really want to you want to win that's what you're playing for you want to win something so to win some silverware of course it's not the premier league or whatever but to win the championship um like that and to have a medal for that and a day out like we had um with the fans is incredible to to um when i think back at it um and and i you know obviously i have, have still have my medal and i can Show my kids that I won something, et etc., cetera, etc., cetera, to have something out of your career physically that 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 um, I can I can show. So now it was it was, a, it was an amazing um, one accomplishment for the club and personally really um, rewarding. Mm.
0: Yeah, and, and and you said they're big for big for you, big for everyone that is in that squad. Because plenty of footballers can go throughout their career and, and not win anything, can't they? So it, 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 exactly, it, it, it's it's special to look back on, and I think Norwich fans certainly look back on that season very fondly. Um, let's let's right. let's think about the, the the Premier League then, in terms yeah. of the adaptation to that. How difficult was it for? Maybe, maybe the team as a collective, because obviously you go from the Championship where you've won a lot of games, you're top of the league, you've won a title, to suddenly being in the Premier League where you're facing probably better teams, but equally yeah. you, you, you fail to win, what was it, until November October, was it? So how, how yeah, difficult yeah. Was, was that for you as, as a team to adapt to?
1: Um, I, I, I don't think we, we weren't, even though we weren't winning at, at the start, we weren't sort of being... Uh, Outplayed or out like humped, if you know what I mean. Do you know mm. what I mean? We're still, we're all, we're in games. We're in games, but it's the margins that we we're that that in the Premier League. That's what it's about. It's about taking your chances when you when they do come. It's cliches so I'm going to come up with, but it's so, <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> it's about taking your your chances when they do come. Otherwise, you know, you, you, you can get um, punished for those and. Ultimately, that's what happened with us, really. Um, so we weren't weren't outplayed massively. I think we were in a lot of games, but um, but no, we, we I think we once we we got the first win, got a bit more confidence. Um, we were we were there or thereabouts, but well, ultimately, no, I know we went down. But um, but the difference between yeah, the championship and the the Premier League is it, it's it's just the the margins are so. So much finer, you know. Mm. You don't really get a second chance um, necessarily in a, in a in a Premier League. That's what sort of differentiates the top players to the the, the, the really good players, you know, or average players if you want to call it that. Um, and um, but I'm not saying all of the, the, the squad we have was average. I'm saying we, we were good enough to stay up, I believe. But mm. I know we we went down. But um, but uh, yeah, it was it was. Um, Premiership can be you know a harsh place yeah but um but ultimately i think we we all enjoyed do you know what i mean you can't not enjoy playing in the premier league Do you know what i mean it's mm. it's it's incredible and and I speak for myself i you know I, I felt 100% at home playing in in the premier league i had played in the premier league previously with um with Wimbledon anyway so i knew what you know what mm. what it was about but um but now nah, it was um it's the only place to play your football if if you have the have the um, if if you can do you know
0: absolutely. I want to speak about a couple of decisions made before that season by by the club. Obviously, they, they let go Ewan Roberts and, and Malky Mackay, two mainstays really of, of that championship winning squad. And hindsight's a glorious thing, isn't it? But yeah. if, if do you look back perhaps at those decisions as as perhaps been a little bit of a mistake of the club because they, they could have kept a couple of really experienced bodies in, in that squad that, that maybe could have helped Norwich stay up
1: yeah that's, that's a very good point actually I mean when it comes to you know Robbo I think he was you know in, in the latter stages of, of his career but he was a fantastic um, player still and um and his experience around the place as well was invaluable, you know. Um, so to sort of not keep him on, yeah, may have, have, have been a mistake in, in hindsight. And, and Markie Mackay also the same, you know, top professional, very good player um, and, and a pretty good character as well. So those two, yeah, I, mean, I would have liked to personally of seen the club keep them. Um, on, but I don't know what the club situation was financially, or what the what the, what the sort of thinking was behind um, not keeping them on. You know, I didn't really really speak to the the, the boys about that, but um, but now nah, looking back, hindsight's a fantastic thing. But yeah, it would have been really good to have them around for sure mm. um, in 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 the
0: squad for that that year. Yeah, I guess you you can't put a price on experience, can you? Uh, let, let's speak about mm. you personally because you you had a really good season in the Premier League. Seven goals, played a lot of games yeah. as well, and and you yeah. said you you felt at home in the Premier League. Did you? Yeah. Um, how how do you rank that that season? How do you reflect on that season? I suppose because it, it was a, a difficult one for for the club and the team, but for you personally, yeah. probably quite a pleasing one. Yeah, it was it
1: was, it was, it was very pleasing, very pleasing. It, uh, uh, at the same time, pleasing, but I, I feel like I could have done more. Do you know what I mean? I, mm. I don't really, I don't really. Um, I have higher standards myself, you know, and of myself. Um, so I feel like I could have done more um, that season. You know, when it comes to you know, you look back at your career. Oh, I should have scored that goal. I should have done this. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? It's, mm. it's always more you think you should have done. But but um, ultimately, yeah. I mean, I really enjoyed the season. Um, and uh, as I said it's just it's, it's I would have loved to have stayed up with Norwich but I knew at the end of that year I, you know as I said to you previously Zony placed two players in the Premier League so at the end of the season when we went down it was I wanted to stay in the Premier League and uh, unfortunately it's a short career football and um, you know you have to you know, look after yourself as well, and and, and want and spot, every footballer aspires to play at the, the highest level. So, but now nah, that that season, a season was really, really good for me in a, in a lot of ways. You know, it's a, um, a lot of people got to see what I was really about in the Premier League, and um, you know, I got quite a few decent mentions, and and um, you know, people knew me a bit more,
0: mm.
1: and um, and I really look back at I really really
0: good season you know yeah and I think so obviously sadly we've, we've got to talk about it It was pretty much wasn't it mm-hmm. that season the, the great escape that, that didn't happen because yeah. the club had so many good results obviously setting yeah. it up for, for that final day at Fulham and I suppose the, the natural question to ask I suppose and, and exactly the same as I asked Mark Edworthy is what happened on that day because it, it, all, yeah. it all sort of fell apart didn't it a little bit like a little bit so well, is an
1: understatement. I, I was really, trying to really, be kind. Yeah, really. <laughs> nah, it was. It was. It was a terrible. As I said, one of the worst days of my football career. Do you know what I mean? Um, when it come in all aspects, really. One, my performance. to you know, the sort of scoreline that we we lost um, lost to. Um, and yeah, just a lackluster, crappy performance. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I can only as a as a we are a team, we were a team, we just didn't turn up, do you know what I mean? And mm. myself as you know, as a as a a um, as a integral player in, in that team, I should have done more obviously on that day, but football is not black and white, do you know what I mean? It's not of course we would have loved to of won that game and stayed up, you know what I mean? We didn't not try or anything like that. It was just sometimes just everything sort of just doesn't work out <laughs> in football mm. sometimes you know what i mean you can't really put up an, a, um going to say like a a, uh, a finger on exactly what it was you know what i mean i mean my, my I, I speak speak for myself and myself i wasn't you know, i don't know I, I spoke about this previously on the on the legend tonight but i was I'd a i was carrying a bit of an injury on, on my foot but um, of course, I was always always planning to play because you know, we needed to stay up. Or whatever you know, we needed to stay up, and I was gonna do everything I could do just to, to be on the pitch. But um, but yeah, I just I didn't feel myself to play. didn't feel. I, I don't know what it was. I, I really can't put my finger on exactly what it was. All I can say is that you know really embarrassing, really performance. I would say that embarrassing performance, and for it to sort of fizzle out and end on that note. That season was was really, yeah, it was, it was hard to take. Even now, thinking about it, you know. Mm. And of course, the fact the fans obviously looking at it probably thought that you know a few players through the tower in, or I wasn't trying, or whatever else. I've heard various things, but you know, I, I take all the, all the criticism on that day, um, for that day. Sorry, personally, but um, but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a, a sort of for lack of Trying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even, though it, yeah. even though it may have looked like we weren't trying, do you know what I mean? Because of we were so poor that day.
0: Yeah, as you can imagine, I guess supporters probably look back on that day with their own conspiracy theories and thoughts on perhaps what went wrong. But from, from a player's mm. perspective, I mean, you mentioned you, you had a, a slight knock, but it, it was just a case of a, a bad day at the office, really, wasn't it, I think, all round?
1: Correct, yeah, correct. I mean, yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's just a, it's just a horrid day, a horrid horrid day, and, and any every footballer looks back at one one particular or maybe a couple, but you know one particular match that they played in, and they think, wow, what a nightmare that was. Do you know what I mean? And mm. and that that personally for me, that was mine.
0: Mm. Interesting, well, let's let's talk about your, your exit and, and the way you left Norwich City then because there's, there's obviously, uh, you, you're a player who perhaps drew a lot of speculation you mentioned there you, you've got a lot of personal mentions I've got Middlesbrough chart on Portsmouth, all, all links to you down there yeah. so for, from your perspective, because I think Norwich fans perhaps have an idea of how you left the club but haven't perhaps heard it from yourself So and, and there's always yeah. two sides to, to to a story isn't there so how how do yeah. you recall how you left the club, How how do you think about that now?
1: when uh, I think about it. I mean, it was it was as I said, I, I wanted to from a personal perspective, I wanted to stay in the Premier League if I could do. Um I knew that there was there were clubs interested in me. Um and Norwich themselves knew that as well. But um I mean one one thing um what what happened was was not was Nigel Weberton in the summer, what happened? Yeah, in the summer, we sort of talking quite badly in the in the local press about me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was, it was I mentioned a few things that weren't actually true? And you know, and I, they, the club had handed me a you know a good contract and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and I, I was doing this, and I was doing that. Uh, a lot of it was, was was was, I wasn't wanting to wanted to go. Tip for tap with with Nigel Worthington or anybody, do you know, what I mean, because I respected everybody at the club, mm. but um, but yeah, because I remember my last my last actual match was a preseason match. I came on in at, at Carroll Road against um, Inter Milan, and I was a half time half time half time substitute. I came on, and uh, every every touch I had, sort of whole stadium was booing me and stuff like that. But I knew why because of what was mentioned in the press by Nigel Worthington about me, but um. But that was, that was a little bit hard to take, of course. But but, and I, I wasn't very happy about um, about that. But yeah, what can I say? I mean, it was it, player's football career is is it, it, it has its moments where it's very difficult, you know. And mm-hmm. and the fans will not know everything that goes on behind the scenes when it comes to my relationships with players or the club with players and players with clubs. You know, what I mean, a lot a lot happens um so and and of course you have a value on your head and if, if that value is met and you know all parties are, are um are happy with, with the situation or unhappy it can happen sometimes you know that players move on so um so that's what what happened and and ultimately i wasn't happy moving from norwich because obviously I, you know as, as i said to you i'm extremely happy at norwich extremely mm. but um you know, if you have a chance to stay in the Premier League, I was I was always going to take it. To be honest with you, because as I said, this is where, it's it's where the only place to play your football, um, and and I and I wanted to stay in the Premier League. You know, so yeah. so um yeah. so yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, I think every every that's where every player wants to play, isn't it? And, and I don't think anyone, yeah. uh, anyone begrudges anyone who, who gets an opportunity to play at the, the highest level. Uh, sure. in 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 terms of what you you mentioned there about what Nigel has said to, to the local press, there was obviously at the time. Um, stuff about you going on strike and, and stuff like that was it ever as as drastic as that or, or is, is this the stuff that you're talking about that yeah. you're not happy with
1: Well, this is well I'm, I'm laughing because this is, I didn't even I didn't I don't remember hearing that one because as I said i blanked out quite a bit of it because <laughs> Probably wise. It, as a, as, a, as yeah as a pro if you think about if you if you believe and read everything that is written about you and said about you, you wouldn't do anything, you know what I mean? You wouldn't come out of the house, so, Mm. you know, it's one of them things where, you know, I don't remember hearing that one, but I never once went on strike at all, I was always training, I was always where I needed to be, I never got, if that was the case, they would have fined me anyway, do you know what I mean? I I never got fined, I was always present, but that in that pre-season, I wasn't, I wasn't in the team. He wouldn't. It, I wasn't playing the pre-season matches because um, of the situation that was happening in the background with maybe a possible move. So, so that's that's what was happening more than actually me going on strike. He just wasn't playing me. Mm. You know, he wasn't playing me. So that's 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 the real, um, the real real answer.
0: Yeah, I think these these things can get blown out of proportion quite a bit sometimes, <laughs> can't they? Um,
1: oh, massively, yeah. And especially when, as I said, i wasn't saying anything, so no one no one heard from from me um, yeah. when it comes to the situation, you know?
0: Yeah, and, and, and that's it, isn't it? It's, it's two sides to every story because uh, if you only hear one side, then it creates a, per- a certain perception, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, correct, and, and that's it. Do Do you feel like because of the way that and and you said some of the stuff that that Nigel said? Do, do you think the way that your exit happened and perhaps ended a bit sourly, and and you mentioned the fans booing you there? Mm. Do Do you feel you you're remembered perhaps a, a little bit unfairly as an Norwich City player because you had such a good season in in that Premier League year that perhaps is is forgotten a little bit? Um,
1: it, it's possible. It's possible. Um, it's possible that I'm not really um revered, maybe in the best light because, you know, they've never really heard from me if you know if you know what I mean. Did mm-hmm. I never said anything, I've just sort of I was always fairly quiet anyway, but I just sort of got on with my job and then all of a sudden you're hearing Damien Francis leaving the club and that's it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So 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 I can see why some fans may think a certain way about me. But um but I think ultimately all I want all, I think most fans sort of Respected the way I played, and respected me as a footballer and as a player, and 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 um, I hope that they have that in their heads more than actually how things were left when I you know when I did leave the club, not with them not knowing the details or bits and pieces that went on in the background, you know. Mm. But um, but now I mean I mean from my perspective, everything, as I said, my time at Norwich for two years were very positive. The fans were incredible to me, um, and 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 I'm really grateful for that but I know football is a very emotional game you know what I mean it's, it, it yeah. provokes emotion in people and and when they see that you know a player may be acting a certain way to a club or to fans or to a manager or whatever else they may take a side of the club which I understand I'm not you know understand but um I, I can say that that wasn't the case when it comes to myself you know it, it was just an unfortunate situation that happened that you know uh, but I didn't as I said I didn't respond in any way through press or through talking. I just had to, to just do what I need, needed to do yeah. um, for my career and in my career but um, but now I, I hope I'm seen um, in a positive light with most Norwich fans uh, you can't please everybody but um, but yeah ho- hopefully hopefully it's it's, it's like that in that way. But but when I see Norwich fans and stuff like that, you know, the majority of them are very, um, you know, pleased to see me. We speak about football, speak about those days when I was there with with, um, fond memories. So hopefully they can keep those memories more than actually, you know, the sort of little negativity
0: that happened at the end. Yeah, I'm. I'm absolutely sure they do. Let's let's talk about the the current team then, because you, you mentioned you're at the the Liverpool game. What what have you yeah. made of them and, and their approach to the Premier League? Because they've they've taken it perhaps a, a different direction to what you guys did when when you came up. Well, obviously yeah. it's it's not been a great season so far no, for, for them. Sure. But what what do you make of them? Have you been impressed with them?
1: I have been impressed. Yeah, I mean it's 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 it's, it's, it's quite interesting that he's, he's um, the manager's stuck with 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 his his um his philosophy he hasn't deviated from what he wants to do and how he wants to play which are you know is um commendable but at the same time i think he, he probably could have changed certain things when it comes to actually the defensive structure against certain teams but that's that's his philosophy but he's done he's done well, with what he's he's been given, he, I know he hasn't spent loads of money either. So that's another factor that the club has have not adopted. You know, to, to splash the cash on huge expensive um, players and on huge wages. Um, so you know, if they if they do go down, then they're, they're in a decent financial position anyway. I'm sure to bounce back again. But. Um, but to uh, now, nah, i mean um, yeah the, the liverpool game that was it was an incredible game to go to actually, because Norwich were, 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 you know ran liverpool really really closely didn't they and um and i was and I was really really impressed with um with, with that performance um and they've got some really 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 good players as well I like um cantor i think is is, is really really. Promising player I'm not When I say promised I'm not being <laughs> Condescending He's a he's a good player already Do you know what I mean He's mm. very good But there's more There's much more To come from him And I see him Having a really Good career um, At Norwich Or And wherever he goes After that You know mm. I think he's he's a, he's a real special talent So I think I, In fact I remember Seeing him Play um, In a youth team At a training ground Years ago mm. um, And um, And When A coach at Norwich mentioned him, and I was like, "Yeah, no, he looks good." And so to see him in the Premier League, doing what he's doing with Norwich is is really refreshing to see.
0: Yeah, it absolutely is, and I suppose from from Norwich's perspective and the club's perspective, and you're obviously an agency, and even if they do go down, then as you mentioned there, they've they've got a few assets with these younger players that that financially they're going to be in a in a stable position.
1: Well, exactly, exactly. If they they um choose to, you know. sell the players that they do have um, then, then then yeah as you said they'd be in a, even a much stronger position as well um, with that um, hopefully the players stay there you know and, and get the club back into the Premier League next season who knows if if Norwich go down by the way mm. you know still got a chance of staying up mm. but um, if that is the case then then hopefully they stay and, and, and play a part in the um, Promotion push for next season, but um, but now I mean, as you say, they'll be in a very strong financial position to to go again either way, whether they stay in the Premier League or they don't stay in the Premier League. You know, so so now I can see from the outside looking in, I can see that's the um, they're adopting that um, that that uh, that way instead of splashing the cash which they've done in the past and, and been burnt. So maybe they, they didn't want to go do that again, you know.